This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 nonstop destination for A's baseball. Go to athletics.com slash A's Cast to download the app. Restrictions apply. From baseball's top personalities. The great Chris Russo joins us once again. To the game's top players. Joining us is the all-star. Matt Chapman with us. You never know what stories you're going to hear. If you make your way down here, I I might be able to make some time and go out there and see the great Chris Townsend. This is A's Unfiltered with Chris Townsend. It's time for another edition of A's Unfiltered with Chris Townsend. And today it's going to be all players that we talked to down in spring training and the guys who are going to be a huge part of the 2020 season and the future going forward for Bob Melvin and the Oakland Athletics. You're going to hear from Matt Olson, Matt Chapman, Marcus Simeon, Liam Hendricks, and Mike Fires. We're going to start with Matt Olson. Matt Olson last year hit 36 home runs. And just 483 at-bats. Now, you think about that. If he didn't break his hamate bone in Japan in the second game against the Mariners, how many would he have hit in a full season? And that, I think, is what everybody's really looking forward to, a healthy full season from this first baseman who really has the ability to not only be the best defensive first baseman in baseball, let alone the American League, but the ability to hit, what, maybe 50, well over 100 RBIs, an OPS of over 900, and be the best defensive first baseman, that's crazy talent. And just going to be 26 years old this season, here is Matt Olson. Well, the last time we talked to you, we were doing the, the great thing for Christmas with the A's. And since then, what's been going on for you in the offseason? Not a whole lot. You know, after that, kind of ramped it up and getting ready for spring and obviously here and, and doing our thing here. And I think about you just got done doing ESPN. What is it like now to be getting national attention from me? We, we hound you all the time, but what's it like now getting the, the national media attention? Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's good. It's good and bad. Uh, I think. We like, you know, kind of being that that under the radar team, but at the same time, it's it's nice to to you know get that recognition. Uh, you know, we've been a really good team the past two years, and we're going to be a really good team this year. So uh, I know a lot of people don't don't necessarily watch our games uh, outside of the West Coast just because of the time. And, uh, any any uh, attention we can get is probably good for us. You know, the reality is when you start winning multiple gold gloves and you hit a lot of home runs, people start paying attention. And I just think as a player, I mean, this is what you dreamed about, right? This is what you dreamed about your career. Yeah, definitely. Uh, this this kind of stuff and, you know, World Series is number one for sure. But, um, you know, going out there and, and doing what you can individually is, is important too. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy for any, any of the recognition that I've gotten, but... 
uh, you know, the ultimate goal is to, to be holding that trophy up. And I think about you guys and your core. This has been a really quiet off season. You know, normally the A's trying to make up a pitching staff, but this 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 core is pretty much set. You've won 97 games two straight years. You've gotten to the playoffs. What's the confidence like in this clubhouse? I, it's pretty high. Um, you know, we don't want to get a, ahead of ourselves by any means, but um, you said there's not a lot of turnover. 97 games past two years, wild card. Um, I think we're just going to get better this year. Uh, you know, we got a couple young guys who are up now and, and you know, kind of solidified their spot. And, uh, man, we're just ready to roll. Now, don't tell Chapman or Simeon I said this, but I've said if the next guy who's going to win an MVP for the A's, I predict it's going to be you. Because I think about the defense, I think about the offense, the complete package, I can see that happening. And... What that would mean for your career would be unbelievable. But I still go back to your resiliency when you were going up and down. It wasn't Vegas, it was Nashville. They even had you playing right field. Like, you look back on it now, like, why the hell is Mattel's playing right field? You're a gold glove winner. Just just talk about your journey to where you were then and where you are now. Yeah, yeah uh, it seems like a while ago now uh, that it was out and right. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's all part of it. Um, you know, I, those things... You know, the, the saying, what, what doesn't kill you makes stronger is, is, you know, I know it's cliche, but it's true in a way. And, um, you know, I, I knew that I had to come up and earn the spot. We had Yonder here who was doing amazing. And, um, you know, I, I understand that it's a numbers game at, at some point, And uh, there just wasn't a spot for me all the time. So just had to, you know, every time I, I came up and, and went back down, just had to know that, you know, it, it wasn't anything personal and just go back to Nashville and, and keep doing my thing. But uh, at some point uh, that it would be a, a permanent thing and, and come get it done. Yeah, you know, the one thing that I think about, you know, with your defense, you know, everybody talks about home runs. That's everybody. Talk about just how great your infield defense is because the metrics are weighing out that you guys are arguably the best in baseball. I mean, I think I think we showed it pretty well last year. Um, you know, we we got a lot of guys who are, are going out there and uh, you know putting in the work and doing what we can to be perfect defensively all around. We want the pitchers to have the confidence in attacking batters and you know putting the ball in play to where they feel comfortable with us making the play behind them. And obviously, we want to do what we can to to uh, you know, make those plays for ourselves and the rest of the team. So, um, you know, it's we got a, a very talented group in the infield, and, you know, we're just going to do what we can. You know, it's crazy to think that 97 wins only gets you into a wild card game. That's just kind of the way baseball is. Have you guys talked amongst yourself about getting off to that good start? Because that good start helps lead you into whether you got to win 104 or, hell, 107 games. Have you guys talked about that? For sure. Uh, the past two years, we've we've started slow and just kind of it got June and we had to get hot to, to you know, get into the playoffs uh, or get into the postseason. And, you know, if we can make 10 of those losses, 10 wins in April and May, then, you know, that could change an entire setup of the postseason for us. Uh, we want to win that division and avoid that one-game playoff. Um, you know, we've been on the losing side of it the past few years, and, you know, we we really think that, you know, we trust ourselves in that scenario if we get there, but if we got to a series, uh, you know, we're, we're very confident. 
And obviously this offseason has been dominated by two things, big contracts, especially the big contract for Garrett Cole. We were down at the winter meetings. It exploded with everybody making money. And, of course, the Astros situation. Just, you know, you, you play against them. What are your thoughts when you knew? I know they're saying 2017. A lot of us believe it was other years. Just what are your thoughts on that situation? Um, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to get – too deep into it um you know these guys i'm sure they're not proud of the fact that that it happened and um you know they they got their punishment and as far as i'm concerned you know they're still a a really good team and a lot of talented players so you know we don't we don't truly know to what extent um nor will we probably ever and you know that's fine it's you know they're they're a good team we can't it's not like we're gonna go in there and overlook them now and you know say that you know, that's that's why they beat us. Um, no, they're they're a good squad, and uh, you know that's in the past now. In, in my opinion, we're gonna go get them this year. Well, 2020, all the Ace fans are really excited. We appreciate the time. Stay healthy, and we'll see you back in Oakland. Yeah, thanks. From one Matt to another, Matt Chapman is special. We know it. He's won two Gold Gloves. He's won two Platinum Gloves, and as he's gonna say in this interview. He's the only guy to do that, two platinum gold gloves, in his first two seasons. No one's ever done that. You know, he came up in 2017. We got to see him for 84 games. But his first two full seasons, 2018 and 2019, we've seen him grow from 24 home runs to 36 home runs and truly the best defensive third baseman if not the best defender in all of baseball. That's how special he is. And I got a chance to catch up with Matt Chapman in the dugout down at Ho-Ho Cam Stadium. So how's spring going for you already? Pretty good. Uh, It's good to kind of get the body adjusted to playing every day or at least doing something every day and getting back into that shape. It's hard to recreate that in the offseason, like being in cleats and playing for so long. So you're still kind of working out that little everyday soreness, but... You know, that's what spring's for, and it's good to see a lot of the guys, and I think uh, a lot of guys made some improvements this offseason, and as a you know, collective group, we look really good. I got to tell you, yesterday, one of the number one thing that I noticed is you got two teams out there that are talking about one thing, and it's about winning the World Series. So I'm over there interviewing Dave Roberts. I did their president, Stan Caston. I know how you feel. This is, this is going to be an interesting year because this is just not about trying to make the playoffs. It's about getting in the playoffs and making a run. Yeah, it's, it's you know, we've we've had the last two seasons to try to get to the playoffs, and I think we've had enough of that. Um, you know, obviously the World Series is the end goal, but the first goal is to win the American League West and, you know, control our own destiny from there. Yeah, and I think about what what you guys have been able to accomplish as a group. Just talk about how your core is set, everybody's back, and you guys are ready to make that move. It's nice to have everybody back, and returning to spring training has been something that hasn't been a trend always in Oakland. Um, but to be able to to come in and have so many guys returning that we're comfortable playing with, that we believe in, we, we get along well, um, you know, we know how to have each other's back. We know, you know, when guys are feeling good, when they're not, when to. So, like, just all the little things that you might not know from just playing one season with somebody. Now that we've had two or three seasons together and 
we're confident playing together. We know how to work with each other, and I think it's only going to give us a better chance for success. You know what I like about interviewing all you guys is that you guys really want to talk about each other and not about yourselves individually. Yeah, that just kind of goes to show the the kind of team we have and why we were able to win 97 games when nobody believed in us and why we were able to win 97 games again when nobody believed in us and why we're going to win 100-plus games this year when nobody still believes in us. (laughs) So it's not a new trend, but I think it's kind of one of those things where, you know, we, uh, you know, a lot of people you know bag on the a's for the stadium or for a lot of the things that we don't have that other teams have and i think it only brings us closer together you know we don't worry about that stuff too much we just worry about being with each other and uh just trying to win baseball games every single day and we have a lot of selfless guys you know like chad pender for instance a guy that could probably play every single day on a lot of teams in the major leagues almost every team in the major leagues but he doesn't get to play every day on our team and he's He's in that utility role and, you know, he swallows his pride and he does what he has to do every day to help the team because he puts the team first. And I think a lot of guys on our team do that. It's uh, it's why guys on our team work so hard even when they don't want to maybe because everybody else is doing it and we, uh, we just push each other forward. I love chips on the shoulder. I love the toughness that you guys have and you individually winning back-to-back platinum gold gloves. When you head into the offseason and you think about that, it's, it's pretty spectacular. What was that like this offseason when you know you got not one but two platinum gold gloves? I, it's something I could have never dreamed of. You know, I, I always wanted to win a gold glove, but to do it two times in a row and two times to win that platinum glove, you know, I don't, I don't know if anybody's ever won a platinum glove in their first two seasons, so... I don't. You could check, fact check me on that. I'm not sure, but, <laughs> but it feels. I'm not sure if somebody's done it because it's such a new award. But yeah. to be able to be a first in something in the major leagues is uh, something that I'll be proud of forever. You changed your swing. I read a little bit this off season. What, what, what did you change? Uh, nothing too crazy. But after working with uh, some of my hitting coaches uh, back home and Bushy, um, just really wanted to fine tune my swing. What is going to help me be the most efficient? Um, and that what for me was just you know getting in my legs just a tick more and at the same time moving my hands a little bit you know further away from my head they always were in tight so I, I put them back just a little bit nothing too crazy nothing major I still have the same feel it just has allowed me now to to kind of just be a little more a little less movement before I had to have kind of a big movement to get ready and now it's just a, a little more simple, and I can just kind of be more direct. And it's not like I have to create the power. I just have to be accurate with the barrel. It just seems like you're you're a lot more comfortable, especially going into this season. I mean, you've learned a lot. Yeah. You've had a lot of success. But you just personally just seem a lot more comfortable. Definitely more comfortable. The You know, as years go by, I feel, uh, you know, you're always worried about getting to the big leagues. Then you worry about staying in the big leagues. And then uh, last year I was so worried about doing it again. And... Now that I know what it takes to, you know, repeat a good season and that takes some of the pressure off of it. And now it's just about going and winning. You know, it's not like I have to prove anything to anybody. It's just go out there and play my game. And, uh, you know, easier said than done. But, you know, that's the outlook I'm taking is, hey, I don't have to prove anything. I just got to keep doing what I've been doing and just try to help the team win games. And that's all I care about. Great stuff. Stay healthy. And we'll see you back in Oakland. Thanks for having me. Of course, we are expecting big things from Matt Chapman. And now it's time for Marcus Simeon. You talk about one of the great years for any athletic, let alone any shortstop in the history of baseball. When you start thinking about the numbers, just purely numbers, when you play 162 games, you lead Major League Baseball in games and plate appearances. No one had more plate appearances 
than Marcus Simeon last year at 747. He had 33 home runs, 92 RBIs. He scored 123 runs, had 187 hits, 43 doubles, 7 triples, an OPS of 892. How about an OPS plus of 138? You put all of that together, and he was third in the MVP balloting. Now, obviously, Trout and Bregman were very special also. But as a shortstop, this is no question. This is one of the best years all around, defensively, offensively, that you've ever seen from a shortstop in baseball history, let alone the Oakland A's. Here is your shortstop, Marcus Simeon. Spring training 2020, how you feeling? I'm feeling good. Just really excited um, to have pretty much everybody coming back. Um, everybody's getting better every year. You know, we're, we're still together, so that's, you know, I think we're going to do well. You know, I think about this team, and the number one thing I took away from this team at FanFest was confidence. And you think about back-to-back 97 wins and where you guys are now, and as you mentioned, the core back together. Talk about that confidence you guys have right now. Yeah, I mean, right now it's still early, but um, we've had some success. You get to the playoffs and you see how it's done you know, to get there. It's, and we, we know what we need to do to get past that. So it's, it's just a matter of getting it done and putting the work in. Yeah, a lot of teams, you, you, you learn by being good, and then you learn some from failure. So the fact that you've been in that game twice, you now know you don't want to be in that game again, and it's about you know winning the division. Yeah, I mean, if you break down our month-by-month performance, it was the start that we had that kept us out of the division lead. Um, we've got better pitching at the beginning now. We've got the same position guys for the most part. Um, you know, we, We've added some pieces, so I think it'll be exciting. I know we talked to you down at the winter meetings in San Diego, and I'm going to ask you the same question. When did it really set in in the offseason where you went, damn, I had a really good year? Uh. I think in San Diego, just when we went down there for the uh, all MLB team, and um, you know, you just kind of see you know, video and just stats and stuff, and you say, "Wow, I really improved," and uh, the work that I put in is it's all coming together. And the one thing I think about your team, because a lot of people talk about offense, two years ago is about the bullpen. I think the hallmark of your team and the reason why you guys win is defense. Not only your infield defense, your outfield defense. Talk about that. Yeah, I mean, we're, we we work hard. We work hard at it. Uh, everybody has a routine. Um, even the outfielders are out there, you know, during BP, just going really hard. And we've set a culture here to, you know, that it's cool to be good at defense and work on it. And um, you know, that's what we do. And we've seen great results. And one of the good things about this spring is normally at this time, Billy Bean and David Force are trying to figure out a pitching staff. How nice is it to know your core and your starters? Yeah, that's nice. I mean, um, even if someone goes down, we've got a lot of depth now, and um, you can kind of see who it's going to be. We've always been kind of wondering what that fifth fit spot's going to be. Um, but, you know, we, we're pretty set right now, and just got to stay healthy. How's the family? Kids are growing fast. Yeah, they're here. They're here with me, and, uh, you know, just watching baseball, and they love it. And I, I'm happy they love uh, to watch what I do, and, and they, they love to play when I get home, too. Yeah, it's cool they're getting to see you at this age because, I mean, I blink right now, and all of a sudden my twins are 14, so it happens real fast. Hey, great catching up with you. Stay healthy, and we'll see you back in Oakland. Thanks. See you. Marcus Simeon, 
is a blessing for the A's. It, it, it really is an unreal story of a great person, work ethic, and rewarded for all the hard work. And Marcus is a better guy off the field than he is on the field and in the clubhouse. He truly is good people, and the A's and all of us are lucky that he is in the organization. And from one unbelievable story to another, think about Liam Hendricks. He was DFA'd two years ago. No one wanted him. A's didn't want him. No one wanted him. He ends up going back to AAA, says, I'm going to do it my way. Next thing you know, his velocity increases. He starts blowing people away. He's brought back, dominating in the big leagues after being DFA'd, starting the wild card game against the Yankees. Then the next year, we knew he was going to be a, a, a big part of the bullpen. And struggles in the bullpen for Blake Trinan and Lou Trevino. Liam Hendricks becomes... The closer. Not only is he the closer, he becomes an all-star. The year before, he's DFA'd. Now he's an all-star. And the year he had was unreal. Liam was absolutely dominant. 25 saves, record of 4-4 four and four, with a 1.80 ERA. And he was second team all MLB. Not only is he a great baseball player on the field, but everything he does off the field is also very special. Here is my conversation with Liam Hendricks in the clubhouse down in Arizona. So it's been a while. How you been? I've been good, been good, just trying to survive. And the offseason for you, I know this was a big offseason for you, traveling a lot and, and always doing a lot of different things to help people. So what's the offseason been like for you? It's been good. It was it was hectic in there for a little bit, but uh, it went through periods where we didn't really do too much, and then we did a lot in, in a short span. So, like, uh, I flew out to Oakland in uh, early December, spoke at the Boys and Girls Club of Oakland Gala they had out there, then went to L.A. for a couple of days to spend some time with my agent, then went to Hawaii on vacation, and then went from Hawaii to Australia to uh, spend Christmas with my parents and then came back all the way just in time for New Year's. And it's, um, yeah, it's been, it's been hectic for sure, but I feel like we, 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 we got a lot accomplished this offseason as well, which is good. It was so scary in Australia. What's, what, what's it like now? What's been going on? Uh, there's still some fires burning. There's still, um, it's still not fully contained or anything like that, but a lot of the populated areas are, are like, uh, they're, they're a lot safer now. There's no, there's nothing really pushing towards any of the populated areas. But that has a lot to do with just the lack of wind. The wind died down. The rains came a little bit. Uh, my future brother-in-law almost had to fly across the country to help fight the fires over the East Coast. And, uh, yeah, it's still, they're still burning. It's still, um, it's still around. Uh, but it's, it's dying out now. We're just trying to uh, – everything now is going towards the firefighters, making sure that they're equipped and adequately compensated for, the, uh, for all the work they've done. With a travel schedule like that for you, when do you start throwing? How do you start throwing? Because I know you're a guy who likes to throw a lot. Yes, yeah, so season unfortunately finished on, what, October 3rd for us? Mm-hmm. I started throwing October 15th. So I took a couple weeks off and then went back into it October 15th. Luckily enough, to, I could go down to uh, FGCU, which is a local college in Fort Myers. It's a Division One college down there, and they've been really helpful with uh, just being able to kind of get guys out there so I can throw and then get <laughs> catches out there. So, yeah, I got uh, took about two weeks off, started throwing again. 
uh, through some, ended up throwing a couple bullpens in November, and then threw a couple bullpens while I was gone in Australia. Uh, played catch in Hawaii, Hawaii with Mark Sepchinski, who is uh, he's over there with the Blue Jays now on a, on a minor league deal over there. So hopefully he can make, make that team. But uh, yeah, then went go back to Florida, did the same thing, just threw a couple bullpens, had a couple live batting practices before I came out here for spring training. And the mentality going into this season for you, you're the closer. And we talk about your run as one of the most fun runs we've watched. What is that mentality like knowing that now you are the established closer, you're the all-star? What were you thinking about in the offseason about that? Uh, well, my mentality has to still be that I'm not the closer, that I'm not even guaranteed a spot on this team. That's just the way I need to think about things. It's uh, For me, it's just, I, I struggle a lot with complacency. So if I always, if I ever feel like I've got a team made or if I've got a role defined, like I just, it, it gets into my head and I just, it, it's almost like I don't have as much to work for. Uh, so for me, I need to make sure that I don't have that. So I've come into camp this year telling, I've spoken to Bomo, I've spoken to Emo and just been, look, I don't want anything to, like any announcers come. If you want to announce somebody else, go for it. Like I'm all for it. Like I'm, I need to make sure I come into camp and I win this job. Not just because of what I did last year, but because of what I'm doing in spring training. Like I need to go in there and, and prove to everybody that I can I can do this and this is what I'm this is what I'm about to do now, and kind of work from it for there because last year's last year. It doesn't matter anymore. And I think about you know the one thing that I took from FanFest was the confidence this team has. You know, 97 wins, two straight years. But I think the first year it just like all of a sudden just happened. Last year got hot really in the second half but talk about the confidence going into 2020 yeah i mean uh there's there's an aura in this clubhouse that uh it's just it's nothing to be messed with um i think chapman said it best when he was i was watching the vegas games he said it best when he was on camera there he said if we win 97 games we'll be disappointed so our goal this year is to win it is to hit those triple digits our goal we, we won 97 games with kind of stumbling out of the gates a little bit last year and we've got practically the same team especially on the position player side so kind of um we're just trying to build off that 97 win season from last year, but we got a bunch of guys in here that know how to win, and now we just need to put it forward in April and May, and then not have to kind of worry about turning it on in June. You didn't make the Vegas trip? No, I tried and I tried to avoid. I didn't pitch on those two games, so they asked me if I wanted to go, and I mean there, there was a couple of good shows that I was like I wouldn't <laughs> mind seeing. But no, I, I enjoyed the, some some downtime here with my wife and the kids. So pets so okay. enjoy some time down here just doing that sort of stuff and it's, it's it's nice in spring training when it's a little bit more of a relaxed schedule when they were gone so we had uh, it was it was nice just being able to sit on the couch read a book and and have some of the dogs and cats just annoy you endlessly while trying to read people don't realize like after a while this gets pretty old i know for me i mean i've been down here for a while you start wanting to get back to a little normalcy because spring training kind of drags yeah i mean i'm at the field i wake up at six o'clock every morning to get to the field uh games don't start to one and yeah, we, just, we we get here early, we make sure we get everything done with making sure our bodies are getting into check and in line with what we need to get for the season. And then, uh, yeah, it's it's you're in the sun a lot too, so it's just it's physically draining a lot. And there's, especially in spring training because there's, what, 16 teams in Arizona? There's a lot of events that are going on, like I'm bartending at an event tonight. Um, <laughs> I don't drink at all, but I'm apparently a bartender. But it's uh, it's a it's a good charity just to kind of get uh, get things moving and stuff. And it's just, you know, we have two days off the entire spring training, and I had one yesterday, and I spent that doing some media stuff all day. So it's uh, you don't really get too much time off. I know you don't drink. How the heck are you going to be making drinks? You don't even know how, to, how are you going to make them. Well, I've never been accused of having a light pour, so I mean, I just I can't gauge it. I mean, it's just so I mean, people come to come to me because I'm, I'm more of a heavy pourer guy. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's regardless of what what people are drinking or anything like that. I can I can 
uh, crack open a, a beer and hand it to them pretty easily. Hey, we always love having you on Ace Cast Live. We appreciate it, and we'll see you back in Oakland. All right, thanks, Chris. Thanks for having me. You know, it's funny that we joke that Liam Hendricks and what what is basically two years going DFA'd by the athletics to now being on the media guide. And the media guide is where you put your star players. Uh, his ride has been unreal in Major League Baseball. We're going to end with the guy that may be, once again, the opening day starter. He was last year. Good chance he will be again this year. Mike Fires. What an offseason with all the Astros stuff. But we forget the year that he had. 33 starts. That's That says it all right there. You need a guy to go out and take the ball every five days and give you quality innings. In 184 and two-thirds innings, Mike Fires went 15-4 and with a 3.90 ERA. And he started once again 33 games. That was big. Mike Fires, I caught up with him after his start against the Dodgers, which they brought over a pretty good lineup, and he looked really good. Here is my conversation with the right-hander. Back-to-back years, one in 97 games. I think you got to be pretty fired up coming into 2020. Yeah, it's um, core group is back. Um, I think we're hungrier than we were the past few years, and um, with the top prospects like Puck and Lazardo helping out, out as starters. I mean, I feel like uh, you know they're going to carry a big load for us and, and help us along the way. So. You know, we're excited, and um, but we got to get it done on the field. You know, we we come on paper. You know, we, we look good on paper, really good. So it's about staying healthy, getting out there, and, and just getting it done. Yeah, Bob Nightingale, we were having a conversation today. He said this could be the World Series preview right here. And I think about your staff and you being the vet, the leader of the staff. Leader of the staff. What's that like for you, helping out all these young guys? Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, I've never seen myself... <laughs> as that type of person, you know, coming up because you're always, you know, trying to um, not step on anyone's toes, coming up as a as a young guy and just following the lead. And but now, you know, in this part of my career, you know, as a starter, we have a lot of young guys. So, you know, I need to lead by example, uh, play the game the right way, and um, just help them out in any way I can. And you look really good so far in spring training, heading to the start of the season. Is this exactly the way you want to feel heading in? Yeah, I feel like I'm definitely ahead of the curve. So, um, you know, if the season started tomorrow, I feel like I would be in a good spot. So, um, you know, the earlier you can feel, you know, like <laughs> you get that that kind of dead arm out of the way or the cobwebs where your your arm feels more flexible and you're you're building up your arm and you're in a you know comfortable spot out there pitching. I think um, you know it's huge. Uh, I think. You know, there's been years where I've started the year and just felt like I haven't been ready. So it's a tough grind to, like, try to get ready and try to perform at the same time. So um, I'm just glad that right now um, I started a little bit earlier in the off season and feel a lot better now. You know, the hallmark of this team, people have always thought it's, you know, two years ago it was the bullpen. You know, last year, the past couple of years, a lot of home runs. But really, it's been the defense behind you, infield and outfield defense. Mm-hmm. Talk about this defense, and is has is it one of the best you've ever pitched in front of? Yeah, we got, you know, a couple gold gloves, a platinum glove. I mean, there's guys around that, you know, probably in the running for gold gloves, you know, just been beat out by a little bit. But, you know, I'll, I'll put our defense up against anybody. Um, we're very well-rounded, you know, pitching, defense, hitting bullpen starting i mean so you know when you have that kind of 
that group with you. I mean, you just go into the season that much confident. Uh, there's not really much we have um, lacking, so any team that plays us knows they're in for a, a tough battle. Astros won 107, Dodgers won 106. You know, everybody won 100 games last year in the American League who won the division. You won 97 games, it, but it goes to show you really need to get out to a good start. How important is that for you guys? Yeah, it's it's very important. It's um, April is just as important as, uh, as September, and we got to come out of the gate strong. And um, you know, those teams have have come out strong, and uh, they I don't really think they've had a a month where they really slumped. So you know, that's being consistent and. That's what's going to work in this game. Um, you know, you have six months to to get as many wins as you can, and it's just that's just part of the game. Uh, you you got to be ready to go uh, from day one and and be consistent through September. So um, it's a tough league, and you just got to be ready. Well, I hope you're getting that ball on opening day because you've earned it, and uh, it's going to be a fun season. We appreciate the time, and we'll see you back in Oakland. All right, thank you. Well, that'll do it for A's Unfiltered. We want to thank Matt Olson, Matt Chapman, Marcus Simeon, Liam Hendricks, and Mike Fires. Now back to A's Cast, powered by TuneIn. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.